You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Now look at this Because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. And this is what we are supposed to do. God will take his children into places where he didn't say we won't go through things. We'll go through those things that the world goes through, but we'll come out with results that they cannot imagine. So that anybody that is going through anything in the world, there is somebody in the church that has the judgment of God concerning that thing. That will tell that individual that it is written here in the book of the prophets that this is exactly what will come out of this situation. So it says, For we know that the whole of creation groaneth and traveleth in pain together until now. That means labor pains. And therefore, once that happens, it means that you are pregnant with something and so the labor pains have started. The child within your womb wants to come forth. And not only they, but we ourselves, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting to know the adoption, that is the redemption of the body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, with patience we wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we shall pray for as we ought. But then the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So once we get into situations like this, then the Spirit of God, the same way he hovered over the face of the deep, and then God said, let there be light. The Spirit of God now starts hovering over that situation. As intercession starts on the inside of us. Which means that we start praying in the Spirit over that matter. Which means that we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. We don't know what is on the mind of God concerning that particular issue. But we know that, listen, there is something. There is a glorious liberty that the sufferings of this time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that is going to be revealed in us. We don't know what that glory is, but we know that there is a glory that is going to be revealed on the inside of us. So what we do is that we now start praying in the spirit in order to uncover what the plan and the purpose of God is in that particular matter. Which means that there is something on the mind of God about that issue. Remembering that we should take heed unto God's word as a light that will start shining in a dark place. 
which means that once that darkness sets in, then it seems like the light now. For example, if you put on the headlamp at 12 noon, nobody will know that there is any light coming out of your car. There is light there, but it won't show itself, which means that it is when darkness sets in that light now demonstrates. So the minute it now sets in, the light of the word of God seems to come on on the inner side of us. This is the moment that we mustn't turn back and say that because it didn't work out the way and manner we thought it should work out, that it means that everything. How many Christians have abandoned and aborted projects midway because it didn't turn out the way they thought it should? Bible tells us that strangers will build your walls. That people that you don't know about will raise things up. And before you can get to the people that you don't know, the people that you know must disappoint you. Right. Look, the truth about the matter is that you won't let go of the people that you know until they hurt you. You understand it? But never let an affliction become a vexation. It is when it becomes a vexation that you lose out. Bible says it did lightly afflict on Jacob. He did allow it to become a vexation, but the word entered into Jacob there and then it lighted upon the whole of Israel. Don't let your heart be moved. Listen, stand strong. Let there be an inner confidence. Do this thing and you'll see results. Once it happens, prostrate before your maker. Lie flat before him in worship. Tell him that, listen, I celebrate the fact that I don't know what to do here. I celebrate the fact that I am meeting with the limits of my own humanity that the extent of your divinity might be made manifest. Thank him that you have entered into a situation like that, that you don't know the next thing to do. Are you what I'm saying here? Yeah? Because of time that many scriptures have gone to. But go to the waters of Shiloh, that's what the scripture says. And go to the quiet place. And don't allow your heart to be moved. Go there and worship God. Go there and lie before God Almighty. And just give him praise, worship, and adoration at that moment. You know why people don't have manifestation? It's because they get to that moment. Where what they thought. Who they thought. Uh, let me tell you this. What you are weeping about today, if you stand strong, you will laugh about it tomorrow. You understand this? And let me just say this here. Don't for one second hang on to your... Look, listen, when we started our ministry, I used to preach in this place in a, in a, just for a minutes, in a living room in a friend's house. 
All right? When I was campus. And one woman next door used to hear me preach. And she told her, my friend, your friend here, that she looked out back over the such a young man. I'm a student then. He's called of God. Tell him to start his ministry. I will buy all the equipment that he needs. So I thought I already had equipment. I waited and waited and waited. Let me tell you the truth. For one year, we couldn't get money to buy equipment because secretly I was waiting for that woman. There are many people that haven't got their breakthrough because even though you're not saying it, secretly there is somebody in your life you think should help you. And you are waiting on that person to do what? To help you. You are chasing the shadow and not the very image of it. And it was when I realized she was never going to buy. And I gave up on her that God showed up. It says, why do you mourn for Saul? Anoint your David and move on. Many people are mourning about things that were lost. And instead of anointing their future, I said this once, the cardinal sin against your destiny is to try to return to status quo as it was before a crisis. The past will never come back. It will only be in your imagination. Quickly do the funeral service for the past. The sooner you bury it and reach for what is ahead, what every one of you, what you planned did not work because what God has planned was just about to come out. Ray Macaulay said he was confessing for, and listen, even if you practice all the principles and it didn't work as you thought, it's working. It's just that God has a bigger dream for you than what you are saying. That's the truth. You understand it? He confessed for, for two acre pieces. He confessed and they sold it. They sold it to somebody else. And as Christians, we need to face reality. They've sold it. They have what? Sold it. See, I had heaven. I'm telling you, God spoke to me. They have what? Sold it. The paper has been signed. It's gone. God told me that's the man I'm to marry. He's married. He's gone. Don't say, I know God talks to me. Let's say, it is gone. You understand this? He's off the shelf. Do, I, I, I know people who are saying, you won't believe it, that they are, that's their husband. He already has two children. That's their husband. So I asked the lady, I said, so what will happen? He will leave her and come to his wife. You understand what I'm saying? Let's quickly face reality. All right? This is why the children of this world in generation are wiser. 
They do the maths. We have lost here. It is a battle we lost, but we haven't lost the war. And let me tell you, you will lose battles to win the ultimate war. It will look at sometimes like you are losing in the eyes of men. In order for the victory of God to be made manifest. So when that time appears, you know when Macaulay confessed he didn't get it, they sold it. And after some months, a 20-acre piece of land came at a price that was less than the two-acre. Are you following what I'm saying? If God gives you his word, he didn't put any name on that word. He gave you his promise. Do you understand this? If he said you will succeed in business, don't turn it to, I will succeed in bakery. You will succeed in business. Don't say, I will succeed in banking. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Don't add to the word of God. You understand? If he says that, listen, this is what will happen, daddy. Listen, if he says, you will be married next year, he didn't put any name. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It is the addition of the name that causes the problem. So if Jack doesn't say James, you understand what I'm saying here? But when you sit with Jack, Jesus, you understand what I'm saying? Because we don't face reality. And so when you get in that stage and it seems like you just, that's why particularly if you know, you thought that, you know, you thought that without this thing, it is all over. And then you have lost it and it's still not all over. I think I said this last time. How did Moses get into his destiny? He saw the bush that was burning and it wasn't consumed. When you see the bush burning, the fire is there, yet you are not destroyed. Moses said, this is the problem. I'm looking at this thing as though it's trouble. Let me turn from the another way and look at it. Maybe it's God that is there. Anytime people are made subject to vanity, they say it's the devil. Then the devil comes and now tempts. Make them go into bitterness. Make them go into hatred. Then they now start getting bitter. If that man started going around racism and all of this, he will have gotten bitter. He will have come out with the message, white people are wicked people and they want to destroy black people. But it's the same white man that came to promote him now. Who offered him the job? It was a white man that took the job. But it was another white man. So it was not a question of color. That's why the Bible says that many shall be offended and false prophets will arise. False prophets arise from offended hearts. Once people get offended and it's not resolved, they lead other people astray because they poison the hearts of people with the bitterness that is on the inside of them. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.